Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? episode of the brain love podcast i'm your host dr delvina a board certified psychiatrist in south florida i'm doing something different this episode um well i've done this before um in previous episodes i've taken questions people call in and ask a question Um, i've also had people dm me or email me questions or concerns or situations that they have And so tonight, guess what, man? Tonight I'm answering some of your emails and some of your DMs. I think this is about to be scary, like seriously, because some of the DMs and the questions that I've received in email are absolutely scary. Let me just say that again. Scary. Um... It's just unbelievable that people are living the way that they do and making the decisions that they do. But I understand it. As someone said uh, during a panel discussion, we were talking about mental health and wellness in the black community. And someone made a very good point. And I've known this all along. But um, to hear someone else say it, he said that for some time, babies have been having babies And you know what that means when a baby is having a baby. A baby who's having the baby does not necessarily know what to teach and how to rear his or her child. And so that child is really raising themselves because their own parent is a baby and doesn't know how to direct them and um, how to teach them. And they themselves probably was raised by a baby. And so... That's one of those um, generational things in our community. And it happens in other communities too, but that's one of those things in our communities we have to break the cycle of. And I think we're starting to do that. It looks like we have more um, young black uh, boys and girls going to college. They're actually choosing college and being intentional about it. We have more black and brown entrepreneurs. We have more black and brown business starters. Um, You know, people are getting out here and starting businesses and doing their thing. Um, But I want to answer a couple of these questions. So this episode is going to be a short and sweet episode. It's not going to be super lengthy, but that's okay. We got to mix it up from time to time. You know, I've had some episodes that are about 20 minutes and I've had episodes that are over an hour long. Um, And you guys, you listen, I see the analytics and I I see how long the, um, you know, a certain percentage of listeners are listening for. So I appreciate your ear. Okay, so I received a DM from a follower. Hey, Dr. Delvina, I'm a habitual listener to your podcast. I've struggled with bringing this question to anyone outside of my doctor. Her only answer was to take Cialis or Viagra. As you guys know, Cialis and Viagra are medications that men can take to help with erectile dysfunction or inability to achieve an erection. So back to the DM. He then states, my issue is that I struggle to get an erection during sex with a partner, but I have no problem getting erect for self-pleasure. I've tried all kinds of natural remedies and herbs, 
Sometimes I'm able to perform with no issue, and other times my member does not respond at all. It actually shrinks sometimes. It's becoming an issue in my relationship due to me making excuses when she attempts to initiate lovemaking. I believe she is starting, oh, pardon me, I believe she is yeah, starting to feel either I'm not attracted to her or I'm attempting to control our sex lives. She's mentioned sex only happens when I want it. Hopefully you can shed some light on my issue. Please and thank you for your time. And then he states, I forgot to mention, I've been self-pleasuring myself since I was 11, and I used to watch a heavy amount of porn. Not sure if you needed to know that, but I really need some advice. And that is the question. So this is kind of a loaded question. He's asking me, why is it he cannot achieve an erection with his partner, but he can easily achieve an erection on his own? Um, And he also mentions... um, that his partner has accused him of basically, I guess, uh, dictating their schedule of sexual activity. So that's the second problem because he states in his DM that at times he'll say no when she wants to engage in sexual activity because he's afraid of not being able to achieve an erection. And then he mentions two other things. He mentions masturbating since the age of 11 and watching a heavy amount of porn. Um, So let's tackle this question. Let's get into this. So, you know, I posted this DM in my um, in my story on Facebook and also on um, Instagram. And a lot of men replied in my DM and said that he needs to stop masturbating. I don't get from his DM that he's currently masturbating all the time. Um, He mentions that he began masturbating at an early age, at the age of 11. But I don't get that he, unless he's leaving that out. And maybe other men feel that he's leaving out information. So um, to the person who wrote this to me, if you're listening, DM me and let me know if you have been masturbating yourself pretty regularly. Um, now there's a lot of myths about masturbation. Um, there's myths about masturbation being physically and emotional harmful. Um, and there's also myths about the risk that masturbation poses. Yes. Excessive masturbation can have health risk, such as the physical things that can occur, um, like skin irritation and sometimes excessive masturbation, can also cause other types of physical issues with um, with the penis. Um, so when men are forceful in masturbating, they can rupture the chambers that fill with blood, um, and this can be this can cause uh, issues for the penis. So when you're force, forcefully bending or um, stroking the penis, it can cause uh, problems with the blood vessels basically in the spaces that have to fill with the blood to provide your erection. This is called a penile fracture. It's not very common, but it can occur. Um, and also sometimes men need surgery to repair the damage that they've done from excessive or forceful masturbation. 
Um, so maybe you should see a urologist. A urologist is someone who is kind of akin to a woman's gynecologist. Um, but urologists also work with women as well and helping them if they have like bladder issues. But urologists are um, the medical providers or specialists that can assist men when they're having issues with their penises. Um, there's really no such thing as excessive masturbation. Um, some of the guys responded to this DM. As I said, I posted it without the person's picture or name attached. Some guy said he was masturbating too much. Um, if this is true, sir, if you are masturbating on your own without your partner, um, this may be causing the issue. And the reason being is that, um, Oftentimes what happens when a man masturbates, he knows what it takes to make himself feel good or to achieve um, orgasm, to climax. And sometimes you men, you squeeze very hard on your penis and it makes it less sensitive when it's time for you to perform with your, your partner. So if you're squeezing very hard, that can make your penis less sensitive during um, sexual activity um, or during those moments of passion when you're with your partner. So you have to be careful about that. If you're noticing that it takes a forceful squeeze or stroke when you masturbate, then you should actually, um, you should release. You should not, you should not um, squeeze so hard. Um, allow your body to revert back to how it used to be before you were stroking it so hard. And I assure you the sensitivity will return. Um, there's no magic number as to how much is too much masturbation. There really isn't. Um, if you masturbate many times a day and um, you have a healthy life, then you're managing. But you know when you're masturbating too much, when your masturbation becomes um, disruptive to your life is disruptive to your job. You're late to work because you're masturbating in the morning. Maybe you get up late cause you masturbated all night long. Um, when you're noticing interruptions to your day, um, because of the masturbation, or if you notice that you're not going out cause you want to stay in and masturbate. And this really happens. I know some of you may be laughing about it, but this really happens where people are so into um, enjoying themselves that they don't go out. There was an episode of Sex in the City when um, one of the girls, she found this toy to masturbate. Because obviously women masturbate too. Masturbation is healthy, it's natural, and it's a self-way to practice self-care. And it, it, it has many health benefits. But as I said, when it's intrusive, to your life and it interrupts a lot of your um, life activities, then, you know, you may be compulsively masturbating. Um, you may be sort of addicted to masturbation. If it causes you to skip chores and daily activities, if you're missing classes, if you're a college student or um, high school student or something and you're late to school or missing class because of it, if you're canceling plans, as I stated, with family and friends, if you're missing important social events, then, yeah, it's become very compulsive for you. Um, maybe even you've become addicted, so to speak, and um, that's a problem. You need, to, you need to talk to someone about that. 
if you can't talk to someone right away about it, you can try on your own to redirect your your activity. When you have a compulsion or desire or the urge to masturbate, you can go for a run, write in a journal, you know, actually force yourself to go hang out with friends, go for a walk, distract yourself, do something else. Um, and so if let's say you're someone who masturbates every day, several times a day, reduce it. It's kind of like how I direct people in reducing their coffee intake. Don't just stop abruptly. Uh, most people cannot handle stopping an activity they are excessively involved in, just stopping it abruptly. You have to do it gradually. So you have to reduce it. Um, if you do it every day, multiple times a day, reduce it to every day, once a day. Um, do it every day, just at night. And then eventually force yourself to reduce it to a few times per week or whatever, something like that. So I don't want um, these urban myths to give masturbation a bad name. It's a very common activity. It's natural and safe. And it's the best way to sexually relieve yourself and not have any exposure at all to STDs, which are sexually transmitted diseases, um, and to feel pleasure and to relieve stress. Uh, because obviously sex, and especially if you um, climax, it's a sex reliever. Um, so it has its it has its benefits, but it can cause a decrease in sexual sensitivity. So I believe that's why the men are DMing and saying he needs to stop masturbating so much because they're assuming or believing that, sir, you've been masturbating a lot. Um, and so don't allow I would say in this situation, don't allow yourself to masturbate at all. Um, and the other thing I'm going to recommend to you is for you to communicate this problem to your significant other. Let her know what's going on. You guys have to work on this together. When there is some sort of uh, sexual dysfunction that's occurring, it involves both parties. So let your partner know. Say, you know, at a young age, I started to I started masturbating and I used to watch a lot of porn. Um, sometimes introducing porn into your sex life and especially at a very young age of 11 that can have negative implications later down the road um, and if sir you're no longer watching porn but you have been so programmed to couple porn with masturbation or to couple porn with sexual activity that may be what is also um, has become the challenge so you said you used to watch it it sounds like you you don't watch it anymore. One thing you can try to do is to turn your bedroom and your your situation with your partner, turn it into your own porn movie. I wish women masturbated as much as men because if women masturbated as much as men, I believe they would have more satisfaction in their sex lives. For women who have sexual dysfunction, if they enhance stimulation, meaning use some masturbation, it can help with increasing their sexual desire and their sensitivity. So, you know, some folks have done studies and studies have shown that using a vibrator amongst men and women, it's been linked to an increase in desire, arousal, and overall sexual function. It also helps with, uh, it helps women in increasing their lubrication um, and it helps men with having better erectile function or to achieve erection better. So let's see. 
So we talked about the porn a little bit. We talked about his masturbating at the age 11 of 11. And, and most people have probably masturbated for the first time. Um, I would say probably from the point that they were able to achieve an erection. Men masturbate almost uh, 50 times more than women. I also want to dispel a couple of myths. Um, and these myths are that masturbation can cause blindness. Masturbation causes hairy palms. Masturbation causes impotence later in life, meaning the inability to conceive a child. Um, and also um, with that or because of that, impotence is uh, the inability to achieve an erection. Um, so if you can't get an erection, then you can't um, conceive because without an erection, you're not going to ejaculate. Um, masturbation does not cause erectile dysfunction, okay? Again, masturbation will not cause erectile dysfunction. It also does not cause penis shrinkage. It doesn't cause your penis to curve. It doesn't cause a, a low sperm count. It doesn't cause infertility. Um, it does not cause mental illness, and it doesn't cause physical weakness. All of those things are myths. They are myths. So if you're in a relationship, both you men and women, both of you, both parties, can masturbate and won't have any issues. You can masturbate alone or masturbate together. So they have done studies, and they found people who masturbate are happier in their marriages than people who don't masturbate. And I would guess that's because they're sexually satisfying themselves, which means they probably have lower stress levels overall. Masturbation is harmless, except for some of the reasons that I listed in the beginning of uh, the podcast, um, the physical reasons as to why it, it could be harmful. Um, you know, you guys got to loosen up on that grip, man. You got to loosen up. So... What you should do, sir, you should start by talking to your significant other. That is the first thing. And I want to tell you guys, don't believe that masturbating gives you the same health benefits as sex, because that is not true. All right. Intercourse, actually sexual activity, has benefits for blood pressure, your heart, your prostate. Masturbation does not. There is a difference between Sex on your own, a.k.a. masturbation, and sex with a partner. We are really not sure, but your body does respond differently. And actually, the makeup of your semen is different when you masturbate in comparison to sexual activity, actually having intercourse with another person. So you don't get the same health benefits from masturbation that you do with actual sex sexual activity that involves another person. Um, masturbation. There is, as I stated, no normal amount of masturbation, but if you know with your frequency or the quantity, the amount of times that you masturbate, it's intrusive to your day. As I described early on in the podcast and you need to reduce it. I would also say if you masturbating and having an orgasm, that could potentially actually make you less frisky for your partner. So I would say to reduce it as well because you're satisfying yourself. Masturbating here and there will not cause you to have a lower sexual libido or sexual appetite. But when 
you're noticing you're not as sexual or as frisky, try it out. See what happens if you skip masturbating for four or five days or for a week and see how you feel. You got to save that uh, pent up energy for your mate. Some people can masturbate many times a day and still have a healthy, satisfying life and sex life with their partner. But if you are noticing that when you masturbate many times a day that you have issues or problems, then you have to reduce that. You have to reduce the quantity and the frequency. If you're trying some of the things that I mentioned, like replacing the masturbation with doing other things, like writing in a journal, going for a run, getting on your Peloton, going for a walk, having a, you know lunch or an outing with someone, um, whatever it may be, if you notice that you're not able to do that consistently to help yourself to avoid the masturbation piece, then you probably should see a psychotherapist, a mental health professional, and you could probably seek the services of a sex therapist. Um, some sex therapists do not take health insurance, so you may have to pay out of pocket, which means you got to pay with cash or with a credit card. Um, so you may have to go and see someone to actually sit down and review your history, your timeline of life. We call it a biopsychosocial. And your timeline, when you're working with um, an, an excellent therapist, your timeline will not exclude your sexual timeline. And when you're working with a sex therapist, they go deep into your sexual history. So we'll ask you questions about abuse, sexual abuse. We'll ask you about other types of abuse as well, like physical abuse and emotional traumas. We'll ask you about things that occurred in your household, what you may have been exposed to, the first time you saw a rated R movie, the first time you saw someone kiss, the first time you saw a couple in the act of lovemaking, will go into an explicit timeline, a sexual history timeline. So be ready for all of those things. And if you see a doctor, your primary care physician, and they're not comfortable talking to you about your penis or your vulva, a.k.a. vagina, about your sex life, if you're seeing someone who doesn't ask you about that, um, talk to them, say, are you comfortable talking to your patients about sex and their sexual history? And some of them will say, no, I'm not comfortable. If they tell you no, then I suggest you find another primary care. If you're a mental health professional, if you see a psychiatrist, someone like myself, a physician who specializes in psychiatry and neurology and so can prescribe medications, if that person is um, uneasy about talking about sex and um, intimacy, I don't think they're a good fit for you either because, hey, listen, if you're prescribed psychiatric medications, psychiatric medications, some of them, a lot of them, could potentially cause sexual side effects. Sometimes they reduce libido. Sometimes they make it difficult for a man to achieve an erection. Some of these medications um, can also prolong the time it takes for a woman to orgasm, to climax. So you want a healthcare team that's not self-conscious about discussing these things. Remember, your healthcare team, mental health professionals, clinicians, um, we all have a history too, and we're not exempt from some of the things that have happened to other people. We're not excluded, you know. We weren't um, clinicians and mental health professionals and physicians and uh, doctors on and all of those things all of our lives. So some of us have been exposed to the same traumas as some of you. 
And because of that exposure, some of these professionals do not like to talk about sexual history or intimacy because they haven't solved their own issues from the past. Just know this, there is nothing unhealthy or problematic with masturbating until it causes a problem in your life, okay? Um, If it becomes detrimental in your life, then you have to treat it like every other detrimental thing or harmful habit. You have to um, stop, decrease, gradually decrease it, try to reduce it on your own, um, and consider seeing someone, a clinician or a mental health professional, And um, try to focus more on your partner and have conversations with your partner. Have open communication about your sex lives. So for this gentleman who DM'd me, the first thing I told you you need to do, the first thing is you got to talk to her and admit to her that you are experiencing challenges and that you think it may have something to do with your history. And I would actually guess that once you admit this to your partner, I think a lot of your problems may be resolved. Right now, you have a lot of additional stress on you because you're trying to keep this a secret. You're not being upfront and forthcoming with her. And instead of just telling her the way it is, you're trying to avoid intimacy. You're trying to avoid intimate acts. And um, when that happens, when men have difficulties with um, erections, it influences you to do things that... um, are things that could be perceived by your partner or the lady in your life as a slight. They may look at it as, oh, he doesn't want me, he doesn't care about me, and really you're behaving this way because you're not able to perform. You guys would be surprised. A lot of women can handle it. A lot of women are able to handle what you tell them, and they just want to help. They want to assist you and be available. And once you have that conversation I believe it's going to um, relieve a lot of the stress. Stress is one of the things that can stand in the way of sexual satisfaction. Stress can prevent women from um, having orgasms. Stress can also um, inhibit men from achieving erections. Um, So you got to, you got to have the conversation. You have to talk to your partner. Um, You have, you guys have to discuss ways to troubleshoot and problem solve, maybe you can start to do things like uh, masturbate together. That might be helpful. But whatever the case, step number one is to communicate, 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 communicate. You got to tell her. You have to talk to her and tell her what's going on. So I dispelled several myths, um, but I I do want to say that Masturbation can affect you mentally and physically. You heard me talk about the physical ways. I also spoke about some of the mental ways. You don't want to get consumed by it. Masturbating every day is okay for guys. You know, once a day or even twice every day is okay. It's considered good and healthy. But anything more than 15 or more times a week, you should address it. Um, And you address it by trying to reduce on your own the amount of times you masturbate. And um, if you're not able to reduce the frequency on your own, then you should see a mental health professional. And that person may refer you to a sex therapist or you could go directly to a sex therapist. Um, 
excessive masturbating is a sign of a prevailing mental condition that could cause behavioral problems, okay? And sometimes when we feel guilty because of masturbation, um, that could be a sign that masturbating has become an addiction. This could lead to other problems like increased amounts of alcohol consumption and other stuff. So you want to try to um, help yourself. If you're listening to this and this has been some of your some of your challenges in the past and do some of the things that I mentioned and pornography. Um, you know, I would say probably most people don't watch any pornography. Pornography is a mental driving agent for people who masturbate a lot. And this affects a person mentally because it shapes the way that they think and act in society as a whole. So you want to try to avoid pornographic images, videos, and searching on websites that cause you to go back to that that frame of thinking. And if you're a parent and you own porn, kids are very nosy. Kids are sneaky and nosy. Please put your porn somewhere where your children cannot access the porn. You're going to hear from a gentleman and very soon, I think I'm going to play his interviews. We have two episodes. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I'll play his episodes in June because June is Men's Health Awareness Month. And um, he mentioned seeing pornography at the age of nine. He went over to one of his neighbor's homes. It was um, a neighbor, a little girl who was 11 years old, and she had searched around and found her father's stash of pornography, found the stash of pornography, and she and this this little boy, the nine-year-old who is now 36 and will be on the podcast next month, they will watch the pornography together and try to mimic what they saw in the porn. They were having sex at the age of 9 and 11. And he said they had sex for a whole year, you know, several times a week, trying to get it right, his words, trying to get it right, trying to be very similar to what they saw in the movie, meaning him achieving an erection and this little girl being able to lubricate. Um, so that they could have intercourse. It's just it's, it's a very sad situation. But you have to be responsible. You should be treating your porn as you treat your guns and your weapons. I am not a fan of having pornography in the home when you have little kids. But, hey, um, I realize people do that. Um, and if you're someone who likes to watch porn all the time, that's a whole separate issue that you should seek mental health counseling for. If you have to watch pornography to get it off or to masturbate and to have an orgasm or climax, or if you have to watch porn while you're making love to your partner, that is a sign of trouble. In the end, dear sir, the guy who DM'd me, I don't know who this woman is to you, your partner. I don't know who this person is to you. I don't know if you've been together for a long time. I don't know what the history is of the relationship. I don't know if there's been a, ever any infidelity involved, either on your behalf or her behalf or his behalf. You know, assuming, I don't want to assume this is a woman just because you're a man. Um, I don't know the history of the relationship. So maybe there have been some things that have gone on in your past. And um, oftentimes, sex is mental. And for some folks who are not able to perform, at times it has a lot to do with the past and things that have gone on in the relationship. 
if you have a toxic relationship or if you have a relationship where you fight all the time and argue all the time, it's going to be hard for you to achieve an erection. But you didn't say that in your DM, so I'm not going to and I'm not going to infer that either. But um, the type of relationship that you are um, maintaining, how you feel about that person, all of these mental aspects, they have a lot to do with how you perform in the bedroom for both of you, for both of you, for both parties. Um, if this is someone who's new in your life um, and you know that you want to be with this person for the rest of your life, then maybe you guys should consider couples therapy as well. If this is someone you've been with for a long time and the relationship is stale, man, consider just cutting it off and moving forward alone. Do not jump into another relationship. Fix this issue that you're encountering. Work on yourself. Reduce the amount you're masturbating. If you're back to watching pornography, stop watching pornography. Detox. Do a complete detox. You know, eat fruits and veggies for like three weeks and drink lots of water only. No meat. Um, try doing uh, different types of cleanses to just detoxify your body. Stay away from alcohol. If you smoke marijuana or cannabis, stay away from that for a little while. Just take yourself, um, give yourself a complete cleansing in and out. Consider that as well and see a mental health professional. All righty. Thanks for writing in. If any of you have questions or concerns that you want me to address here on the podcast, please Send a message, DM me on Instagram, which is Dr. Delvina, D-R-D-E-L-V-E-N-A, or DM me on Dr. Delvina on Facebook. It's D-R, I have a period for the Facebook, D-R period, space, Delvina, D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A, or you can send me an email at info, I-N-F-O, at Dr. Delvina, also spelled the same way. Doctor is not spelled out. It's Dr. Delvina, D-R-D-E-L-V as in Victor, E-N-A, dot help, H-E-L-P as in help me. So info at D-R-Delvina dot help, H-E-L-P. And um, I appreciate you guys for joining me on the couch. You'll hear from me again next Sunday. Remember, brain love. It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love. Balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe. Reframe your negative thinking. Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need it's inside of you. Look inside yourself. Needs. Know your needs. Your needs come first, not everyone else's. Limitations. Limit your expectations of yourself. Ownership. Own your mistakes. Learn from them and move on. Vengeance is not yours. It's the Lord's. Express yourself. Every day, meaningful communication. Don't go to bed angry. And that's been my show, guys. Brain love.